Warning, the following podcast may contain the following offensive words or phrases. Shit. Fuck. Cunt. Pussy. Ass Tom Brady crack ass nigga! Thank you. Welcome to the Weird Buffy Podcast. We're built for comfort and not for speed. Welcome to the Wiz Buffy Podcast interview. Uh, I am your host, Ilfam79, a.k.a. the R. Anderson, the podcast. And then this is my partner. Uh, your boy, Fat Boy Diz. Get at me, your bitch. <laughs> we are the Wiz Buffy Podcast. We are built for comfort. And not for speed. My nigga. Today we have a very, very special guest, man. Um, you know, we do the uh, Battle of the Week each week on the podcast. Um, we recently reviewed uh, Chilla Jones versus Danny Myers. Yeah. And um, brother brother Chilla Jones representing that boss town calls in. What's going on, brother? Hey, man. Chilling, man. You know, regular stuff, man. How y'all doing tonight? Yeah, we're real good, 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 man. We appreciate you calling in. So, um, you you end everything with boss town, man. That, that's Boston. Tell, tell us about where you're from. Boss Town, man, 617, you know. Uh, more specifically, Dorchester, you know, if, any, if anybody's really familiar with, with the Boss Town area, uh, you know, there's Dorchester, there's Roxbury, there's Mattapan, and that scene is like the, the really, really inner city of Boston. And there are some other places, you know, around that area, but those are kind of the three larger towns that, that make up most of the hood. In Boston, you know what I'm saying. So I, so I represent Dorchester more specifically. Uh, but you know, we're, we're a uh, we're a happy sports town, man. You know what I mean? Like we're, we're very competitive. We hate New York for the most part. <laughs> uh, you know, as far as Jets, Yankees, all, all that, Giants, especially. You know, all that. Yeah. But uh, you know, but 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 we have pride here, man. That's the one thing I can say, regardless of whether it's sports, whether it's Battle rap, whether it's you know anything like that, man. Bostonians have a lot of pride. We have a lot of pride. We take pride where we're from. We represent it. Even people like you know, you'll see Ben Affleck. Yeah. You know, yep. when he wins an award in Hollywood, the first thing he says is "Thank you, Boston." You know what I'm saying? Like it's this is how it is out here. Like you know, we we all feel like we have a chip on our shoulder, man. So that's 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 where I'm from, man. We all work hard to get some respect. Hey, Chilla, so if I look on a, uh, a map of Boston, I can just look at Martin Luther King Jr. Boulevard and I could probably find Dorchester, pretty much. So uh, Martin Luther King Jr. Boulevard is in Roxbury, oh, and okay. that's uh, within yeah. 10 minutes of my crib. You know what I'm saying? It's within 10 minutes of where I live. Uh, so it's close to the Dorchester-Roxbury uh, line. See, so everywhere yeah. black people live, there's MLK Boulevard and shit. So that, 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 yeah. that shit. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, definitely. All right, so now we, 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 we talk at, at least uh, a battle worth of uh, info on the show each week, but we never mm-hmm. really get into it. Now, especially at the beginning of, of your career, 
Um, mm-hmm. You scheme in that scheming was your deal, or it still is. Um, explain to yeah. the folks a what scheming is and why is that like your base? Okay. Um. So, so like the uh, I, I guess to put it in literal terms, you know, it's it's what we also call associative wordplay, and it's basically uh, where you take a topic. Or, or a subject matter, or, or a common theme, uh, and, and you, you know, you rail off a bunch of related words in succession with that theme. You know what I'm saying? So, for example, uh, if the theme were cereal, you know, and you, you would say something like, uh, give them smacks and take his kicks and et cetera, et cetera, you know what I'm saying? Like, whatever, whatever. Um, but, you know, there would be double entendres. Give him smack, smack him in the face, take his kicks, take his sneakers, but smacks and kicks are also cereals. So that's, uh, like, what I do. It's what I'm known for. It's what I'm best at. And, you know, nowadays I've kind of I've altered my style a bit, but I think that's still kind of what people know me for and knew me for uh, coming up. And I chose to go that route because, I felt like at the time when I came in, it was a very rare style, and it was a very rare um, technique that that people used in battle rap. Like usually, it's very straightforward, very punchline heavy, uh, very little depth within the lines, uh, you know. But through scheming, is a way for you to really build up your punchlines and really, really build up the setups and really get in depth with uh, with what you want to say and also be creative at the same time. You know what I'm saying? So uh, that's why I chose to go that route, man, because I, I felt like it was going to make me stand out in the long run, and I, I think it definitely did that. I mean, it showed up crazy. I mean, is I remember Mook's face when at the JC battle. Um, mm. Yo, that, what does that do for you when you see a nigga that's, you know, considered a legend, like, that nigga was like a nigga ate a hundred bad piece of fish and <laughs> something like his face was terrible. You know what I mean? And then you you go back and I, I know you could you not you in the moment, but when you go back and look at the footage and you see murder mook, you know what I'm saying, bugging out to like your schemes. What does that do to you? Um it's like an instant confidence boost, you know what I'm saying? Because uh, you know, Mook is one of, one of the reasons why I'm even into battle rap. You know what I mean? He's one of the first people I watched in this era of battle rap. And honestly, man, uh, Mook is who sparked the idea of scheming for me. You know what I'm saying? Um, when you go back and you watch his battle with Luck, and he does the sandwich scheme. Mm. I thought that was one of the one of the craziest things ever. And for those who are familiar, uh, you know, it's a scheme that goes something like the you want to be a hero for the bread and the cheese, we'll toast the beef, hit them with hot peppers, then slices onions, so please don't let us. Right. Um, which, which is crazy because a hero is a sandwich. You want to be a hero for the bread and the cheese, we'll roast the beef, hit them with hot peppers, which are, you know, it's a synonym for bullets, slices onions, which is a synonym for a head, so please don't let us. You know what I'm saying? So, like, just putting it all together that way, when I first heard that, man, and this was almost, this was damn near 10 years ago, and it was like, man, like that's that's not just a punchline, like that's something a little bit different, you know what I'm saying? And 
Um, you know, I think I kind of took that and, and ran with it and kind of added my own little flavor to it. Uh, but that was that was one of the craziest things I had ever heard at the time, man. So it, it was dope, you know, for Mook to be there and to be able to to put on one of the best battles of all time, mm. as far as the culture is concerned, in his presence. You know that that was it was amazing, man. And and at the time, I didn't really understand the magnitude of what that battle would become. But looking back on it now. Uh, easily, you know, one of my favorite moments of my career, man. It was, it was definitely epic. All right, so, so 2015, right? Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. It felt like we got a different uh, chiller. Mm. Uh, first of all, we got a lot of chiller battles in 2015. Yeah. Um, and, 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 and you did, I mean... You you had arguably you know what I mean at least a top three right. you know what I mean in my opinion uh, you Danger Zone and Tay Rock by the way we are a Maryland podcast right. so Danger Zone and Tay Rock are our home team for us right you know salute, what I'm salute them salute those brothers that's what's up now first um did did you think you had the best year in battle rap last year uh, I do. I do think I had the best year in battle rap uh, for for a couple of different reasons. Um, I feel like my resume pound for pound was was you know was the toughest schedule last year. If you look at everybody I battled and where I battled them, I went from I battled hundred bullets in Canada, which is where he's from, which is a home game for him. I battled math in Atlanta, had one of the best battles of the year. Mm. I battled conceded in Springfield, which is like 90 minutes outside of Boston, but it's the closest thing I've ever had to a home game. Beat him clearly. Mm. Uh, battled disaster on four days prep mm. in L.A., where he's from, mm. being his first battle back after the whole situation with math. Um, battled prep. One of the biggest bodies of the year on URL. Uh, <laughs> I was going to ask you, you know, if that was your biggest body, too, man. You stole my question. Yeah, nah, def- definitely. I mean, I think up until that point, it was probably uh, my first battle on King of the Dot, which was Dead Man. Um, I think that was probably my biggest body before the prep battle, but, uh, you know, the, the prep one was, was out of control, man. I didn't expect to do that, but it was out of control. Mm. Uh I also had uh, Danny Myers, which you know you guys said you had reviewed on, on uh, the podcast. Yeah. Uh, I battled past in Canada, and t- to me that would probably be my worst showing of last year, probably my one loss of last year. Um, and then I battled Tony D in London, mm-hmm. which is which, which is very difficult to, to headline in London and to battle him in a place where he's never lost. And then, to close out my year, I battled the saga. Hmm. Uh, so, pound for pound, as far as the people on my resume for 2015, I didn't battle the biggest names in the world, but I battled big names. I battled small names in their hometowns. Uh, I battled nine times in 12 months. No clear losses, really. Uh, so, you know, I, I honestly believe... That, that for that reason, I was the battle of the year last year. Now, to me, this is why this is why battle rap right now is better than just the music industry in general. 
Because niggas in, the, niggas in the music industry are never going to say, well, that man has his lane, I got my lane, you know, I think we both winners and this and that. I appreciate, A, the confidence and more so the honesty of a nigga that, that'll say, nigga, yeah, I had the best year last year. You know what I'm saying? I, I, I appreciate that, chiller. Now, also, to keep it a buck, you have some detractors. From time okay. to time... My co-host here is... I'm going to say it myself, man. A detractor. Sometimes, straight up, I was like, man, this nigga boring, man. Now, I saw, mm-hmm. the, I saw the, the saga battle, and I like the way you started off, and that kind of... Best prop ever, by the way. Be, yeah, Best the, prop the, the ever. Mag, yeah, he he should have just looked, I think. <laughs> but, oh, he looked, he looked. Well, let me ask you, Chilla, what do you think about... I know you... I don't know if I'm the first person to say that, but what do you, what do you say to niggas who say that? Um... I mean, see, this is my thing, man. Um, I've always been someone who is open to criticism. Mm. Always. You know what I'm saying? Um, after I battled DNA in 2013, you know, I, I battled him in front of 2,000 people. It was the first, you know, I was, I was still a rookie. It was still my first year. Mm. And uh, it, was, it was a super tough battle for me, man, to battle a New York MC in New York in front of 2,000 New York people. It was was very very difficult for me, and that after that battle, man, a lot of the criticisms and critiques I got were, you need to shorten your schemes down, you need to punch more, um, you know, and and, and you need to perform a little bit better. You know what I'm saying? And and, and I took that as a learning experience. Um, so compared to the chiller from 2013, I I think the 2015 2016 chiller is way more entertaining. And far less boring um, than he was. See, I think. Uh, okay, I'm sorry. Nah, nah, that's what were you gonna say? I, I think the prime a prime example of that is your third against math. Because mm. you weren't punching there, you was talking to that nigga. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Right. And it wasn't, it wasn't. You know what I'm saying? It wasn't scheme, 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 haymaker, scheme, 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 haymaker. It was nigga. Listen, this is what real life is, mm. man. And that's when right. I said this nigga different this year. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yeah, man, you know, uh, that, that was what I wanted to do because, you know, that's that strength. You know what I mean? Like, his strength is being able to, to talk to you, especially in its third rounds, uh, you know, being able to talk to you about real-life stuff. You know what I mean? Like, he's not, he's not going to focus a lot on bars in the third round. He's going he's gonna to talk to you about his own struggle. He's going to talk to you about what he's been through, and he's going to use that as a way to explain why he's more authentic. He's realer. He's, you know what I'm saying, he's more relatable. Um, so, I, so I wanted to take that away. I saw that as a strength, and I wanted to take that away from him, man. So in my, in my second and mostly my third, I really focused on trying to strip his character down and really just changing people's perception of him a little bit. You know what I mean? Um, and I, I took that formula, man, and I've been running with it ever since. And, you know, there are some people who wish that I would go back to the the JC Chiller, which was just far, bar, scheme, scheme, punch, punch, all three rounds. That's all I care about. Um, but I really like this new formula, man, where I I'll give you a lot of that stuff in the first or first round and maybe even the second 
Uh, you know, but in my third round, I'm really going to attack you. And that's what I did with Prep. That's what I did with Saga. That was what I did with Danny Myers. Um, and, and I, and I think it's a nice switch up from just bars every round. You know what I'm saying? So, uh, I got that from the math battle and I just kind of took that formula and been running with it ever since. That's what's up. Um, so switching gears a bit. What is Writer's Block? Writer's Block, man, it's, it's a, a collection of some of the best writers mm-hmm. in battle rap. Uh, you know, so Writer's Block consists of myself, Big Cannon out of Chicago, Oops and B-Magic out of St. Louis, uh, JC out of Pontiac, uh, Danger out of Maryland, uh, Daylight and Danny Myers out of Cali, mm-hmm. 40 Bars, there's also a lot of Boss Town, and uh, Rum Nitty out of Arizona. I think that's everyone. That's the team that just stands right there. I think now. that's the one. But it's, uh, but yeah, I mean, pe- people think, I think people get confused a lot, man, because we came together through Battle Rap. I think people mistake us for like, just a random group of rappers from all over the world who just decided to be online friends. That's really not what we are. Uh, it's so much more to it, man, as far as merchandise, as far as music, as far as all these, all these things, man. When I come out with my, with my music or my merchandise, I, I send them to, to Magic so that he can move it in St. Louis. You know what I mean? I, or I'll send it to Daylight so that he can move it in Los Angeles. When Daylight comes out with his album, he sends he sends a box to Boston. We move it out here, man. So it's so it's it's more than just like, oh, we all battle. Let's let's be cool because battle rap clicks are, are what's popping right now. It really has nothing to do with that. It's really just a network of battlers in different parts of the country who want to help promote and further each other not only through battle rap but through music through merchandise through any other any other products like that man it's, it's we're way 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 more of a family than just a bunch of online friends which is i think is a common misconception hey massey y'all got y'all wrestling what they call it, a stable and shit right yeah so like right. if you if you had to put your stable against i don't know another crew who would you who would you think that people would want to see your crew, your best five or six against, I don't know. You, you tell me. Um, well, we we just did the uh, the writers block versus Team Hami, right. which was RBE. That was last weekend. Oh, uh, salute to Team Hami. Team Hami actually in the building. Uh, there were five battles. Team Hami on the last battle, which was Sway versus Danny. Uh. Mm. Wave edged Danny in that battle, or so the judge, you know, so the judges say. I want. I wasn't there, and I haven't watched any of the battles. But I'm just going from from hearsay, you know, from from what the word is going on. Uh, Team Army won three battles. Riders Block won two battles. So, uh, you know, it was two two going into the last battle main event, which was Danny and Swave, and they said Swave edged it. Uh, you know, uh, but as far as what I feel like is the most. Anticipated, kind of what people want to see. I think people want to see Rodney versus NWX. Yeah. You know, which is DNA, K Shine, the Saga, Big T, 
Rain and official. Uh, but Rain's not violent, right? I, I don't. I don't know if there's any other groups out there who, as far as uh, firepower, really match us. Um, I mean, Dob is also, if you consider Mook, Rex, Tay Rock, Real Deal, and Daylight. I mean, Daylight. I guess plays both fences. <laughs> I can see. Um, no, I can see. I can uh, see a scenario where you you have that card and then Daylight battles itself. I I paid to watch daylight battle itself. That that I I can see that too to be honest with you and I and I, and I think he would find a way to make that happen and I think it would be hilarious. Hey bro, day, daylight, if you take my idea, my nigga, I need my I need a percentage. I need percentage for my idea, my creative <laughs> contribution. You know what I'm saying? fan seven nine on Twitter, get at me. Nah, um, <laughs> that's dope. Now you mentioned uh my nigga, he's one of my favorite battles. Be my hook magic. You mm. know what I'm saying? Um, that is your tag team partner for uh, Double Impact. Um, what do you, what do you expect out of uh, you you and B Mac? First of all, why 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 why? How did that that combination? I know you guys all click, but how did you guys pick each other? As far as that's who's gonna represent Writers Block against uh, Briz and and T Top. Um. It was a it was a combination of a couple of different things. Um, first and foremost, uh, it, it could have you know I think a lot of people would have expected me in Danger Zone or me and JC before me and Magic. Um, the reason why I feel like me and Magic make much more sense right now. Uh, one, I feel like B Magic hasn't really been on a big stage since. I think conceded, mm. um, which was I think some of Madness Four, okay. and uh, I, I feel like when Magic gets rolling, like Grade A prime time Magic on a big stage is one of the most dangerous battlers out there. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. And and this is just and this is even me talking from a fan perspective. If I if I have to pick Danger Zone, JC or B Magic. On a big stage of of twelve hundred people in the building, who is going to get the crowd most excited? I will go with Magic. Yeah, that's not a knock on anybody else. That's that's just my opinion, and that's just because he can punchline you every single line. You know what I'm saying? Right. Um, <clears throat> the other factor for me was a lot of people feel like I'm the best schemer, and a lot of people feel like he's the best puncher. So I so I feel like um, me having the best schemes, him having the best punchlines. Um, even though me and Danger stylistically probably work better together, I think me and Magic opens the door for a lot of different possibilities that aren't there with Danger. So not to pull the curtain back too much, but uh-huh. we were talking about this because a lot of people equate this um the the, the these two on twos to something that like uh. Like like Styles Styles P and and Jada do on tracks, so mm-hmm. my question is like, what's the what's the preparation for like a two on two? Like, you, you, I, I, is is this your first first of all? And and what is the 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 writing process like? Okay, um, this is my first two on two battle, right. um, and the writing process so far uh, has really just been me and Magic bouncing ideas off each other, um, and really just like. Going, going back and forth with ideas. 
trying to come up with something creative. Um, you know, obviously with me living in Boston and him living in St. Louis, it's not going to be as easy as me going down the street to his house. Right, right, right. And, and sitting down together and putting it all together, you know. So it's been a lot of phone calls. It's been a lot of Skype. Um, you know, we'll, we'll fly into New York a couple of days early just, just to be able to, uh, you know, boost our chemistry on stage. But, uh, but right now the writing process management's been bouncing ideas off each other. Um, 24-7, you know, if, if, I'm, if I'm at work and I get an idea, I'll shoot it his way and, and see what he thinks about it. If he's shooting the video, uh, and he has an idea, he'll shoot it my way, man. And it's just, you know, we just bounce it back and forth with, with, with things and certain ideas for lines and concepts and things like that, man. So, um, so far, so good, man. You know, even with the stuff we have right now, I, I think people are really going to rock with it. Uh, you know, but, but, we're, but we're also trying to do something different, too. You know, we're not just going to try and have me be on stage and I do a scheme and then he does a punchline. Like we don't want to be that predictable. Right. So, so we're we're gonna we're gonna shake shake things up a little bit. You're, you're gonna see probably a different side of Chiller be magic in this battle that you're not gonna expect. That's what I'm. That's what I'm looking for, man. Uh, switching gears now. This is one of the portions I know my tag team partner here has been waiting for. Now we are. A sports-based podcast as well, and I'm a oh. Dallas Cowboy fan, and okay. my tag team partner here is a Baltimore Raven fan. Now I don't know okay. if you know about the vehement dis, this dislike now. Well, no, it's, it's hate. It's, it's pure hatred yeah. for for not only <laughs> not now now not only your franchise, but specifically uh, Thomasina Brady, as we like to call well, him. Let me ask: Have you heard? Uh, have you listened to the podcast yet, man? Uh, I am not. So our intro says, "Pussy ass Tom Brady." <laughs> I, can't, I can't stand that motherfucker, man. You, you. I'm assuming you are a a fan of, of the Patriots. Huge. Uh, yeah. I mean, all all of Boston teams get to get my love and support, man. Patriots, uh, Bruins, Red Sox, Celtics, Revolution. All, all that, man. That's what's all that, man. I, I do. I mean, I do have other teams that I rock with, you know, that I that I like, like you know, for football. Um, you know, I'm, I like the Cardinals, Arizona. Um, for basketball, it's OKC. Uh, you know, I, I I like different different teams as well. But you know, the number one is always the hometown. All right, of course. So, so now we all we we notice we notice. You mean the fitted game, like nigga? We always see it's usually it's usually a, um it's usually a Boston fitted, like a, a Red Sox fitted. Normally, yeah. that's what we get in battles. Um, I, I, I would I, actually it would be dope if we got like a Revolution uh uh fitted or something. If you could find one of those, but um, so uh-huh. are you? What would you label yourself more? Are you more of a football guy? Are you more of a baseball, basketball? What are, what are you mostly? Uh, me, me, myself, I would say is, uh, football and basketball primarily is, is what I like. All right. So you mentioned hatred earlier for the, the Giants and Jets, right? Yes, indeed. At this moment, do you hate the Giants more, the Jets more, or Peyton Manning and the rest of his forehead? <laughs> uh... Uh, honestly, man, uh, the Giants, and it's the, Giants the, it's, well. it's the, I mean, 
two two Super Bowls, man. Like mm. two Super Bowls, man. Five two years apart. Like Manningham and Tuck, two niggas. You really? I mean, I'm sorry, Manningham and uh, Tyree. Yeah, Tyree. Tyree. Like niggas, you. Man. What are they doing right now? Man, you know what? I nightmares, man. Nightmares to 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 be like. You gotta understand, like. Watching both of those games as a New England fan, the the first one hurt. Okay, the, oh, yeah. the first one hurt. Oh, because that was the second one defeated. The the second one, the second one, that was like, man, it it was like not again. You know what I'm saying, like. Run the gamut all the way to the Super Bowl, all the way to the fourth quarter, all the way to minute thirty left in the game to, to have, be at be at a certain point in a, in a position to, you know, what I'm saying to either win or take it into OT and to have it end the way those ended, man, is man, yeah, really hurt. Like up up until the you know up until the last Super Bowl, you know, a year ago, yeah. Uh, Man, we we really had a sour taste in our mouth out here. I'm sure. I'm sure. Oh, I'm sure you're a Pete Carroll fan, though. Uh, I mean, Pete's cool, I guess. I mean, I, I was he, when he, when he was out here. I wasn't. I wasn't like a huge, like I wasn't huge on Pete Carroll when he was, you know, the Patriots coach. No, no, no. Um, I'm talking but, about. I'm talking about him and in 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 that that call hmm. that uh when he was supposed to run um. Marshall. Right, when he, he was supposed, supposed to run, run Marshawn. And uh, he threw it. I know you was like, oh, great great job. I, I, I know you you're know, a fan of that. It, I, like, I, I low-key knew that was coming, you know what I'm saying? Because I, I, feel, like, I feel like Pete was trying to outthink. Mm-hmm. That's, that's what he does, though. That's his Belichick, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, exactly, you know what I'm saying? So I kind of knew that was coming. Uh I didn't know it was gonna, you know, result in a Malcolm Butler pick, but uh, good pick though. It was solid, man. Like it is one. That's like that's literally like he got a contract off of that pick. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. like, like that was that was that was all star moment. That was prime time moment. Um, but yeah, you know, you know I mean, obviously Pete Carroll's on my good side now, you know. But but back <laughs> when he was the Patriots head honcho, man, I don't know. I didn't. I just. I didn't really like him. You know it. It was Parcells for me. I was a big fan of, and then you know we had Pete Carroll for a bit, yeah. and I was like, yeah, man, he's just he's a totally style wise like Parcells is real hard nosed, real like you know I was I was never big on Pete Carroll when he was out here, and then when we got Belichick, it was like it was he was the perfect fit. Hey man, so do you feel like you have an asterisk next to any of those championships with the Uh-oh. with the Deflate Gate? Or with the the cameras and the, the cameras and the, and, and the uh, listening devices in the locker room, man. Uh-oh. I don't, I don't, I don't think there's an asterisk next to any of them except Uh-oh. for the tuck rule. Mm. Oh yeah, that's real life. I think that's when I start hating the that's, Patriots. That's real. That's that's when most like like because that's yeah. when they became like the bad guys. Mm-hmm. That's when them niggas came, right. became the evil empire, and that's when niggas over scrutinize everything and niggas hate like like not only in Baltimore. But them niggas is bad guys pretty much everywhere. I I kind of think that their they their play this year kind of reminds me of what Golden State's doing. Oh, fuck. Because mm. 
Because them niggas came in and they was like, deflate gate, and you niggas was cheating. And them niggas came in the league this year and the Patriots were beating the brakes off. Yeah, they were. Everybody. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Like them niggas came in and they was I mean, they were mad, yo. And and, and Tom 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 Brady plays with like this uh he plays with this it's not like super angry, like like aggressive, you know what I'm saying? But it's nigga I'm pissed off and I'm gonna kill you. That almost it reminds me of Steph Curry. You know what I mean? Right. You know what I mean? Where, nigga, you saying the only reason why we won is because because uh, 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 Kevin Love wasn't there and Kyrie Irving wasn't there? Okay, we'll show you how to do it. Now the nigga's having the best season ever. I do have a feeling that the Golden State Warriors season may end a little better than uh, than, than the gentleman from Boss Town. Hmm. But, um... <laughs> But, but yeah. So so let me ask you a question. Another thing that we get into, myself specifically, man, on, on the show, are uh, sneakers. Okay. Would you would you would you consider yourself a sneakerhead? If not, what was the last pair of sneakers that you caught? Um, I'm I'm not a, I'm not a huge sneakerhead. You know what I'm saying? To be honest with you, I'm I'm familiar with certain you know certain ones, but I'm not like one of those people who. Gotta have the latest J's when they drop or anything like that. Um, but uh, the last pair I caught, you know, I, I actually have like a, uh, I have like a sponsorship through Reebok. Oh. So a lot, a lot of what I've been wearing have been like retro Reeboks. Like I have, um, I have some old school questions. Ooh. I have some uh, old school Pat Ewing pumps. Um. So I got I got some Sean Kemp's, some old shacks, like a lot, a lot, like a lot of the old Reebok, like when Reebok was really, <laughs> really cooking with NBA stars, yeah. when they had the like the black tops, you know, the, yep, a lot of the black tops, the Kemp's, the Barclays, mm. the uh, the Ewings, like a lot of those. Um, but that's a lot of what I what I've been rocking with recently. But I, you know, but I obviously I, you know I got some J's, I got fours, and all that all that stuff too. You know, yeah. um, that stuff is cool. But I don't like if you if you list it off a random number of like if you say the four the elevens or like I I couldn't tell you what none of that none of that shit really means. But <laughs> that's what's <laughs> up. That's what's up. Now, all right, we have a segment on the show called Shooting the Five. Hashtag Shooting okay. the Five. Block a block a block a block. Right? So, yep. you're a Boston guy. Give me the top five off the top of your head. Yep. Top five most important, I don't know what you call them, Bostonites, uh, Bostoners, Bostonians. Bostonians, like, Bostonians, that's what it is. Like like shoes and shit. It is Bostonians. Bostonians. <laughs> okay. Look, man, I'm, I'm, I'm off this red stag. Man, you got to take it easy. Yeah. Now, now, does it, now, does it, are we talking like, Sports specific or just like sports and hip hop? Sports and hip hop. No Bostonian. Uh man. I think my list would be a, is a lot different than a lot of other Bostonians, but I'm gonna I'm gonna give you the real. I'm gonna give you what my list is. Uh for me, growing up when I did, it's uh no order. Right. Brady. Eh? Um Pierce. Mess. Paul, Paul Pierce, my favorite Celtic of all time. Ooh, Pierce, I like Pierce. Um, you know he he's up he's up there for me. Uh, 
part of being a Patriots fan for me, even though we lost that year with our undefeated season. Yeah. So I would I would love to say Moss. I don't, but I don't really like I like he's I consider him a Viking always. You know what I'm saying? Like I, I don't know. So it's, it's real t- it's real tough for me to even go that route. I would say Brady. I would say Pierce. I would say uh, David Ortiz. I would say uh, I think I, I think I got to say Belichick too at this point, man. Yeah. No, um, you know what? I see that's another Maryland that you trying to take, man. That's Naval Academy. Y'all can have that motherfucker, that's, man. That's, that's a nap. That's, <laughs> actually, specifically, that's also Anne Arundel County because he, he was he was at Annapolis. He went to Annapolis. Uh-huh. I, I don't know if I can give you Belichick, man. Belichick, Belichick coaches there, but he's not a buck. Ah, I guess I got to give you I mean, I mean if, if, if we're talking, if we're yeah. talking from, so if we're talking from Boston, no, from, no. I'm from Boston, um, then I'm going to say uh, Static Selector. Ooh, shout out to him and that and, joint he did with Crooked Eye. Crazy project. Right, right. He, 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 he's one of the hardest working men ever, man. You know, he does his, his Shade 4 5 show every Thursday night. Um, he he put out joint albums with Joey Badass, Crooked Eye. Mm-hmm. He, he's easily one of the hardest working men I've ever met. Um, so he's definitely up there. Um, I also got to throw on the homie terminology, you know what I'm saying? Because he's also one of the hardest working men up there. Um, I would say, uh, it's it's tough for me to think on a sport, on the sports side of things, like from the city. Well, not necessarily from the city, but definitely a Boston guy. Guru's right, author, right, right. He was recipe school. Um, but yeah, you know, I, so I would say static term, and then I would say you know the the Brady and the Ortiz yeah. and the uh, and the Paul Pierce. That would that would be my five. That's what's up, man. That's 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 what's up. Um, man, I I absolutely appreciate you uh, calling up, man. Um, I, I do wish y'all luck and good fortune uh, against Top and Briz. Um, appreciate it. Appreciate it. Yo. Before we, I'm sorry. Before before I let you get out of here, yeah. What's up? I want first of all, I want to see somehow small room battles make a comeback mm-hmm. because small room battles is is perfect for a nigga that schemes. You know what I'm saying? For a nigga with bars mm-hmm. and a nigga that schemes, small room battles are perfect. I don't know if it's a nigga out in these streets that that might be messing with. And I, I know we got him on the phone, but chilling's gonna be a problem in a small room. Mm-hmm. Um. Have you, have you, are, are they still doing the quiet room battles? Uh, you, you know, it's funny you mentioned that, bro, because I don't know if they're still doing the quiet room. Um, but I actually have a battle this weekend in a small room. Uh-oh. Um, so URL is bringing back small room battles. Uh-oh. And, um... Basically, there's a card this weekend in Brooklyn. Okay. And I'm I'm battling Cortez on that card. Um, but the you know the cards you know it's there's Chess versus Reed Dollars. There's Cicero versus Ty Law. There's uh, uh, Mike P versus Tink the Demon. 
Me versus Cortez. Uh, Av versus Rum Nitty. Yo, that nigga Av is crazy. Mm. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, that's, that, that's a small room event that's happening this weekend. That's the problem. Um, and, you know, the, the event or the theme for the event is called Born Legacy. This event is called Born Legacy 2 because they did the first Born Legacy a couple years ago. But, uh, but it's just like, it's like a small room series. You know what I'm saying? And, um, it's something that they're going to be doing, you know, three or four times a year <laughs> now, you know, bringing back the small room battles as a way to showcase newer talent and also as a way to kind of bring back that oh, feel yeah. that I think we all miss from the Chiller vs. JC and from the, you know, the old school Burr versus Miles and, you know, a lot of the old school battles that were in small rooms that we regard as classic. Oh, you know what I'm saying? So, uh, so yeah, um, you know that that's gonna be this weekend. So, you know, I'm I'm happy to be back in a small room because, like you said, man, I, I feel like that's where I thrive the most. I feel like that's where uh, I put on the best shows. Yes, is in a small room where you know I don't I don't have to entertain twelve hundred people at once, but all I really got to do is rap, and okay. people just have to listen, and that's really all that's expected of me. So. Um, I'm excited. I'm super excited for it. Hey man, where where they dig up Reed Dollars at though? Where where the, where the fuck that come from? I, I think they pulled him from the body that John John. They pulled him from the grave that John John. <laughs> <pulled him. laughs> oh, okay, shit. <laughs> yeah. But nah, hey, listen, man. <laughs> I listen. I can't. I, I can't wait to see. I did not know about them. Um, I heard the name uh, uh, Born Legacy. I'm not sure why I didn't know they were small room battles. Uh, I know Av was killing. I saw Av kill like two consecutive white guys um, in in smaller room battles before big events recently. Um, but he's he's got he's finally got a, a name. Um, right. That I, I'm looking forward to seeing that. And then I didn't know it was you in court this weekend. That's crazy. Um, geez, I I I, I thought I researched. Um. <laughs> all good, all good. Listen, it, it was uh, you know, it, it's been it's been announced for like maybe a few weeks, but okay. um, you know, they just kind of started ramp up the promo uh yesterday and today. So uh, you know, if you, if you check out their Twitter or if you go to the URLTV.tv site, you know, you'll you'll see a lot about it now as opposed to last week when um, you know, they weren't talking too much about it at that time. All right. So, are we looking forward to any Tiller Jones music? Um. I'm working on an EP right now. You know, that's going to be, you know, six, seven records. Um, you're probably not going to see that, though, till probably summertime. Right. Um, but, you know, if you're not familiar with my music, you know, uh, I released my last project, Labor Day of 2014, and that shit still bumps, if you ask me. Uh, but com. look for the link for Welcome to Boss Town. Uh, all original music, no industry beats. Uh, all original stuff. Uh, you're going to be in for a treat, man, especially if you follow my battles. You know, I think people who aren't familiar with my music think that I'm just going to be on every song scheming or every song punching. Like, no. I was doing music before battles, man, so I know how to put a song together. I know how to how to put a hook on there. Like, you know, that's what I do. That's my passion. So if you haven't checked it out, 
Florida website and check it out. Also, grab yourself some Chilla Jones merchandise, man. Grab yourself a Kingpin hoodie, Kingpin shirt. Oh, Kingpin, New merchandise I need a 4X, man. Kingpin, I need a 4X, man. We built for comfort, not for speed over here. <laughs> <laughs> I got you. I got my you. Nigga, my nigga, man. Hey, man. I appreciate you calling in, man. It's It's been a very entertaining and informational interview. Um, Where can niggas get at you on social networks? Man, Twitter, Instagram, Chilla Jones, T-H-I-L-L-A-J-O-N-E-S. Uh, on Facebook, facebook.com slash Chilla Jones official uh, to follow the fan page. Um, otherwise, man, go to www.chillajones.com to keep up with my moves. Chilla Jones versus Cortez, March 6th this weekend. Uh, Chilla Jones and B-Magic versus T-Top and Briz, March 27th, Double Impact, Urban Plaza, Manhattan, New York. Both on a URL platform. And uh, big salute for having me, y'all. I appreciate it. Yeah, we appreciate you, man. Thanks, man. Absolutely, man. Hey, man, one more time. We're at Where's Buffy on everything. Mm -hmm. uh, Ilfam79 on your social network of choice. Where brother can where, where can they get it to, brother Diz? Uh, Fatboy underscore Diz on Instagram and Snapchat me, that pussy. And this is from Be More uh, on Twitter. <laughs> All right, my nigga. Yo, one piece, y'all. Peace.